welcome back to Seminary Insider. I'm excited to bring you the second episode in which we talk again with Ryan Clausen about the gospel. And this episode is a little shorter, so without further ado, let's just dive in. Gospel simply means good news. So what is the good news? The question of the hour. Yeah, the good news. I, I say, I'll put it this way. There's different ways you can, and, and, and it's not that there's one right answer for this, but I'll, I'll put it this way and, and see where this takes us. In one sense, I think the good news is that God is for us. Wow. That's, that's one way I would, I would express it. God is for us. God is for me. And that is good news. I mean, actually, God becomes human. Mm-hmm. That is good news. That God has called people to be the people of God. That is good news. That, that God is going to come again. That Jesus is going to come again. That is good news. That God is going to make everything right mm. in the end is good news. Um, I'm a I'm a theologian, and if you I'm not a huge fan of, of categorizing theologians, but one of the things that that is uh, forms sort of the foundation of, of the way I understand scripture and and the, the Christian life and God's work in the world. Is, uh, is eschatology. There's a sort of a, a, a stream called eschatological theology. And what that says is that to, to understand what it means to be a Christian now, to understand what God's goal and intention for me and for the world, all creation, all humanity, to understand that it's best to look at what God has revealed about what's going to happen when Jesus comes back. What is going to happen in the eschaton? Mm-hmm. When this world is renewed, when we are fully in the presence of God, when all our tears are, are wiped away, there's no more crying, sadness. When Jesus comes back, what is the world going to be like? What is our lives going to be like when we're in, in that full communion with God and we're fully at, at peace with each other as fellow humans? What is that end goal of God's creation? And if we see that, that should give us some clarity on what God wants here and now. So what is good news here and now? It's what God has revealed to us about what is going to happen when Jesus returns. When we think about what is God's ultimate intention for us and for all creation, that gives us a broader understanding of what the good news is. And in fact, what salvation is. Hmm. Often when we think of salvation and we think of good news, we define it very narrowly. Mm-hmm. It's only I do, I'm I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to hell. Whether you're an, an optimist or a pessimist, <laughs> right? It define it. I've had my sins forgiven, mm-hmm. and we think that's salvation. That's good news, and it's true. Those those are uh, that is good news. Mm-hmm. Sins forgiven, to be living forever with God. That's that's good news. Mm-hmm. But that's not the whole of the good news. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like the doorway mm-hmm. into the good news. Mm-hmm. It would be like you'd be giving a given a house and you, you got to go in the house through this door and to think that all you get was the door. <laughs> or you just open the door and you stand in the doorway and you think, "Wow, 
this wonderful house, but you never leave the doorway. Mm. Wow. I think that's often, that's not a, a perfect example, but I think that's often the way we think of the good news. Mm-hmm. We think of it as just forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. And it is forgiveness of sins, but there's so much more. And that's why I wanted to find it as, as God for us, mm-hmm. because it encompasses that forgiveness of sin. It encompasses that gift of the Spirit Mm -hmm. that God is now dwelling with us, Mm -hmm. that we have this presence of God with us at all times. It's discipleship. It's the fact that Jesus is is conforming us to his own likeness Mm -hmm. every day, Mm -hmm. that the Spirit is working in us to make us more and more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's that one day God will complete that transformation. And if if we have a, a, a better understanding of what that transformation will look like when Jesus comes, that allows us to see what the kinds of transformation we should be expecting here and now. Mm-hmm. In some ways, and again, this is, uh, I'll often say this in a, in a theology class, I'll say, if, if we truly believe that Jesus has died and rose again mm-hmm. and will return to renew this earth, then that that promise of that new earth, that new way of living that will come to be when Jesus comes back, that's what's real. This world and the way this world works is passing away. So how do we live as a Christian? We live as if Jesus had already come back and we don't live in a way that makes sense to everybody else. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. everyone, if, if you know, the, everyone else looks at the way this world works and says, well, this is just the way we need to live. Mm-hmm. Christians look at the way the world is going to work when Jesus comes back mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to live as if that is what's truly real. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make any sense to, but yeah. to me, that is the essence of witness. How are people going to see and understand what it means to be a Christian? Hopefully, they see and understand by seeing Christians. <laughs> they, they see you live yeah. in a way that doesn't make any sense to them because it's not the way this world works. Mm-hmm. Why would you live like this? Why would you be honest even though it causes you harm and nobody would ever know about it? Mm-hmm. Well, because that's the way I'm going to live when Jesus comes back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why do we forgive each other? Hmm, yeah. When that doesn't sometimes make any sense. Well, because that's, first of all, what I've experienced from God, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to happen when Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about what does it then mean to be a witness, again, we've sort of narrowed it down to I need to tell someone about Jesus, and that's what witnessing is. And, and I've done that. When I was in, in Bible college, I went street witnessing, and I, I don't regret doing it at all. It was a wonderful experience. It, it taught me how to talk to people about Jesus, how not to talk to people <laughs> about Jesus. Um, it also revealed to me that street witnessing is not <laughs> one of my gifts. That is probably evangelization mm-hmm. in that sense is probably not what God is calling me to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm still called to be a witness. Mm-hmm. So if I'm called to be a witness, and I know for certain I'm not called to be a street evangelist, I have to try and understand 
what does witness mean in a broader sense? Mm-hmm. And again, I think it means, at its, at its most broad sense, it simply means representing Christ to everyone that we encounter. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, even just if you want to get the technical term, to be a witness is to simply speak the truth about what you have seen and heard and experienced. Mm-hmm. In a legal sense, a witness simply goes up and answers questions about what they have seen and heard mm-hmm. and experienced. Mm-hmm. Really, that's what being a witness is, is simply to represent Jesus wherever we are, in our words, in the way we live, just the way that we treat everyone that we encounter. This is very interesting. I'm kind of, I, I'm thinking a little bit of, even what we talked about last episode in terms of, you know, the appreciation of diversity. And I think I'm a little intrigued how that fits here um, in being a witness in these different contexts Mm -hmm. and and lives that we lead and, yeah, with different giftings and abilities. Because I think the other temptation is to say, be like Jesus, you know, almost, you know, what would Jesus do? And then those are the strict answers. But what I'm kind of understanding, combining, you know, what we're talking about now with the other episode is it's a little bit more of, could I say even an interpretive approach in that you have to say, I mean, and, 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 you know, I think this goes with the fact that it's a relationship and, and I think asking God, you know, what to do as opposed to, you know, let's find a, let's find an instance of this that's as similar as possible, you know, in the New Testament and then try Mm -hmm. to match this situation. So yeah, what are your thoughts there? That's a great way to put it, to (laughs) say that to be a witness in itself is an act of interpretation. Hmm. And, and you're right. We, When we try to think of the Bible as this guidebook for life, Mm -hmm. then we try to find whatever situation we encounter, we think, well, I have to find the nearest analog in the Bible (laughs) and just do that. Yeah, yeah. But again, I think that's where that sort of that, the almost thinking of that that eschatological approach as a lens or a framework Mm -hmm. through which you, you look at scripture and you look at life. It's a way to interpret that. Um, to apply what you read in scripture or almost the other way around, what you experience in life. It's a way to find the guidance that you're looking for in, in scriptures. It's, it's, it's much more difficult than simply finding the answer hmm. yeah. uh, because there's a lot less certainty. But in, yeah, interpretation is a good way to put it. You're, you're both interpreting your experience, you're interpreting what the scriptures are saying, trying to find, I don't want to say principles, because um, I'm, I'm often suspicious when, so, suspicious when someone says, well, this is the principle that the, the scriptures mm-hmm. are trying to teach me. Um, oftentimes, that's an excuse for then just dispensing with the scriptures themselves mm-hmm. and holding on to this principle mm-hmm. that we've discovered. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, every, every, every act in the world for a Christian is in essence an act of interpretation. Hmm. What am I to do? What am I to do as a follower of Christ mm-hmm. in this situation and and utilizing this the the my understanding of scripture, my understanding of who Jesus is, my understanding of of what God has called me to do, um, trying to integrate all of those things to help guide 
our, our words and actions. And that, as I've said that, that sounds really daunting. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. Um, and maybe I can, again, I'll, I'll say it. That's one of the reasons why I think seminary can be so valuable mm-hmm. because it helps us um, find those tools. It helps mm-hmm. us develop those skills to be able to do that. It immerses us in the scriptures as we study together with mm-hmm. fellow Christians. Um, it, it, we, we, we find the, the, the ways in which people have interpreted and applied the scriptures in the past, the way that people in different places are, are living out the Christian life and seeing if there's any resources we can draw from there. We get to know Jesus better. Mm. Maybe this is one of the things that I mean, maybe people don't think about seminary when they think about that, but part of what you will get in seminary, you will get to know Jesus better. Mm. We want to teach you knowledge and skills and, and, and all of those sorts of things, but an essential part of seminary education is, is helping you become more like Jesus, helping you know Jesus better and then helping you become more and more like Jesus. Uh, and I, yeah, that doesn't necessarily, that's not the first thing that comes to people's minds when they think of seminary, but that is an essential part of what we want to accomplish. And if you've gone through three years, I agree. People often think you go to seminary, you lose your faith. If you've gone to seminary, you've studied for two or three years, and you have not been transformed in a meaningful way, we've failed. Seminary has failed in a direct and essential way. And and that is one of the things that, that guides our actions at ACTS, is that desire for our students to be transformed more and more into the image of Jesus, to get to know Jesus more and more. Thanks again for joining us for Seminary Insider brought to you by Axe Seminaries. If you're ever interested in learning more, you can check us out at axeseminaries.com. Have a great day.